Animal Central on cliffcentral.com. It's Wednesday morning and it's time once again for Animal Central. I'm Sharon Dale, your host for the next hour. And boy, have we got some interesting guests in studio today. We're going to probably have a lot of laughs. In fact, one of my guests said I must make sure that she doesn't use any cuss words today. And I said, feel free. This is uncensored radio. But we're going to have a lot of fun. But I want to actually start off with a little bit of news. You know, I'm not a great follower of the British royal family, but sometimes you see something and you go, well, well done. And this to Britain's Prince William, who actually recently made a direct appeal to the Chinese people to boycott ivory and other animal products that they use in medicine or even ornaments um, to help preserve the world's remaining elephants. He did this on Monday. And, um, you know, as we all know, China is a major consumer of ivory uh, with a huge demand for the tusks. And this is what's threatening our already dwindling elephant population with total extinction. So uh, he was speaking during a visit visit um, of the Chinese president, and I'll try and pronounce this, Xi Jinping to Britain, and he recorded a message uh, for the popular Chinese television show Let's Talk. This is what he said. Um, he said, in the 33 years since I was born, we have lost around 70% of Africa's elephant population. Can you believe that? 70%. Um, of those that are left, 20,000 are being killed every single day. So that is 54 elephants killed every single day. I mean, that is just shocking. And if you see what a close-knit family these herds of elephants are, how they feel pain, how they mourn the death of each other, it's it's just really shocking. And he, he continued to say that at this rate, children born this year, like his daughter Charlotte, will see the last wild elephants and rhinos die before their 25th birthday. Now, that is quite sobering to think about that. And that doesn't only apply to elephants. It applies to our rhinos. It applies to our, you know, our leopards. There are so many endangered species. So, you know, something's got to be done. People have to wise up and and stop hunting these these precious, precious sentient beings. But moving on, this this week, well, last week, saw the um, on-sale date of the latest issue of Canine Zone. You've got to get out there and pick up a copy because there's such amazing articles. We've got uh, Mary Beth Williams, who uh, has been a guest on the show, and she talks about how to help your dogs cope with grief. You know, when you've got your little pack at home and one of your dogs pass away, the other dogs absolutely do feel that. So she tells you about that. We look at parvovirus, and something that's very dear to my heart is how to teach your children to respect dogs. Very, very important because how you raise your children guides them to be the adults, you know, that, that care about animals. Um, if, if your child sees you tying your dog up outside on, on a, on a rope or something, what does that child learn? You need to teach them to respect animals, how to treat animals, how to care for animals. And this article talks about that. And then, you know, a lot is always said about obese dogs and, and how to help your dogs lose a little bit of weight. But in this issue, we've actually got an article on how to make sure that your dog is not underweight. You know, a lot of them have a lot of fur and that sort of thing. So you don't always see when your dog is underweight. And that too is something that need to be, it needs to be looked at. But moving on to today's show. Now we, as I said, we've got some amazing guests in studio. We've got Tracy McQuarrie from Dogtown Barking Mad back again. Hi, Tracy. Hi. Thanks for coming in. And then she's brought Amanda Dreyer from Yankee Candles. And then a little bit later, we're going to speak to the amazing Viv Elliott from Saints who, I mean, she runs the Saints Animal Charity Shop, and I've seen over the years how much money this lady raises for shelters. It's just mind-blowing. And she's brought Dorette from Possum Wacky Whiskers into studio as well. We're going to talk about spaying, neutering, and what they do out in the community. But let's go back to you, Tracy. Thanks again for coming. I was at your new center, what was it, two, three weeks ago? Yeah. Um, because you've, of course, opened a new Barking Mad Dog Town, and we went to the launch of the Octagon, sponsored by Montego. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I was so impressed. What a stunning, stunning place that this is going to be in nature. It's beautiful. Thank you. So I mean, it's, when did this open? Are you open already? We've we've started moving the dogs across. We obviously have to do it in sections as we raise funds to build each Octagon. Mm. We move um, the dogs across, but... 
in this room, we have um, two people that have raised pretty much um, enough money for two of our octagons. Yankee Candle yes. um, came on board to help us build our next one. Um, and Saints have did a special fundraiser for us um, to help us raise money to build an octagon as well. And with the Saints shop as well, wow. um, we get money every month to yes. um, help build. So at the moment, everything to do with the octagons and to get the whole center in the one location is basically just funding. As we get yes. the money, we build the next one um, and we bring the next batch of dogs across. But it's it's a dream that's been six years long mm-hmm. and finally um, it's starting to come to fruition, which is awesome. The dogs have the beautiful. space that they yes. need. Because that's what I found interesting. I know we were there for the Montego opening of the one octagon. So just explain a bit. The octagons, is they they little sort of sections. Explain the whole octagon set up for me uh, how it how it works is there's a central um area inside um where the caregivers offices are and where they will one day when we we're rich and famous mm-hmm. we will have an, an internal building for each octagon but at the moment we just have a central area where our caregiver keeps all their stuff and works um and then from that central area like little spokes on a bike it the gardens come out so at no time do dogs have to walk along a, like a line of fencing right. to, that sets each other off yes um they they access um to their garden to go in and out it there's they don't walk past any other dogs to do that so it just makes our daily routine a lot more easier because the majority of our day is trying to help the dogs be calm relaxed well stimulated um mentally yes. mentally physically and emotionally and this allows us to achieve that a lot more because space is one of the biggest issues mm. all animal welfares struggle yes. with. And we're a bit fortunate in this country that we do have space available and we can have an outdoor area for the dogs. It's just, you know, it takes a lot of money and a lot mm. of effort to raise the kind of funds to to be able to provide a, a yes. facility like that. Yes. And uh, what that's one of the things that impressed me is how much space each dog has. And I think you posted a, a little video on Facebook during the week of a couple of the dogs in their new enclosures. And they were having an absolute hoot. They were running around. It's, it really is. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous place to, to, to be in. It's got such a good vibe. And, I mean, it... it People don't understand how much the space issue mm. can affect a dog in a shelter environment. But, I mean, our caregivers, there you don't even know the dogs are there. We keep going and, and checking everyone's okay because, you know, <laughs> we so used quiet. to having rows yes. of, of gardens for the dogs. And so, like, if one dog goes for a walk, all the dogs yes. let you know that dog's going for a walk. Whereas, yeah, I've heard that. It's, yeah, yeah quite a cacophony of barking. Yeah, <laughs> and of course, every time that happens, the dogs all get riled up again. Yes. And you've just spent, you know, an hour taking Calming them for a walk, doing some training, helping them to be calm, and then one dog goes for a walk, and then whoosh, they're all back up again. Yes. So it it's something new for us to get used to that that total peacefulness mm. and, and relaxing of the dogs. And the because of the space, they play a lot more with their toys, which is incredible. Oh. We've been watching them throw them in the air and then yes. they run and fetch them. And one of the big pluses is because they're, they're more spaced apart from each other now, um, we are allowed to put more dogs together where in the old environment they weren't able to live together. It was just too much stress. And when one dog would go for a walk, it would upset the yes, others. And yes. It just wasn't worth it. Whereas here where they've got the, the peace and quiet, we're now able to put dogs that can live with other dogs, just not in the present um, right, shelter right. environment. But in the new environment, we're starting to partner up a lot more dogs, which is great because, you know, when somebody comes to look to adopt a dog, they want a dog that they know has lived happily with a strange dog. Yes, yes, to see how they get along. And I think what's really great is is we're going to talk now about Yankee Candles, but to see companies like Yankee Candles, like Montego, um, I, I know that Saints raises funds for a lot of shelters, but it's so great to see these corporates get involved. They're and, few and, and far actually, between. They are, sadly. <laughs> you know, more so of late. I mean, yesterday I saw a whole lot of, um, was it Hills, who donated huge amounts of food to, to Pug Rescue, followed by Montego again, donating huge amounts of food, Supreme Pet. So I 
really believe that you, if you have a corporate that is supplying the pet care trade, it is your duty to give back. It really, really is. You need to. And if you don't, you really need Absolutely. to have a bit of a think about that. But we were, we were very lucky. Montego came on board with us when we were just a website, even before we had the actual animal shelter part of um, Barky Mad, which is Dogtown. Yes. Um, and they have been really supportive. And we were surprised and overwhelmed that they said, okay, they'll, they'll build our first octagon, which was just incredible. And it just set the ball rolling. And, you know, we kept thinking, okay, we're not going to get that kind of donation again. Mm. You know, so we're going to have to save lots of little money to build up the next octagon. And then um, Yankee Candle came along and we were like, okay, that is just the best thing <laughs> ever. We well, let's talk about that. Amanda, thanks so much for coming in today. I know we've even done articles on Yankee Candle in, in Canine Zone because you do so much. Now, how did this come about? How did you get involved with Barking Mad and, and helping dogs and cats in shelters? Well, thanks for having me firstly. Um We've always tried helping animal shelters where we mm. could and, you know, as and when. Um, but to the point that, you know, we just decided this year that we really needed to get involved seriously. Yes. With a correct organization that is going to really make a difference. Um, and how I actually got about Dogtown, I, I normally get their newsletters. And then the one day I decided just to go onto the website to see actually how easy is it to donate or to adopt or just to find your way around the website. Yes. And I, actually, it was amazingly easy because sometimes these websites can be a bit complicated. Um, and then I got hold of Pat and my husband and myself went out to Dogtown about three, four weeks ago just to go and see, you know, what they are about, what mm. their long-term strategy was and how they actually operate. And we were very impressed because the dedication and going the extra mile just shone through. Um, We then decided to actually go with them. We donated, as Tracy said, enough money to hopefully complete the third octagon. Um, And it's going to be a lifelong commitment for us because we do want to leave a a legacy. That's wonderful. (laughs) And um, on a monthly basis, we are donating, I think, just under a ton of food to the charity as well. That's incredible. You know, and it's and it's so wonderful because not only, you know, are you helping physically on the ground, but I know me and I know a lot of people who are animal <laughs> animal people, let's just call us that. I've always supported I love your product. They I was saying to you earlier, I have little Yankee candles all over my house because they, they make your whole house smell so they divine. Do. But but even more so, you'll find people looking at companies like yourself and going, Okay. They help animals. I will support them. They really, and I'm sure with that other the promotion you did earlier on in the year as well, you just, saw you know, that. that. That's just a plus for us mm. because you know we we're doing it for right reason. Yes. It's not really publicity. Um, we do try and do regular competitions and giveaways on our Facebook page yes. as well, which is just you know it does help. Um, and it's also you know the brand is quite new in South Africa. It's only been around for eight years. We've got the three standalone Yankee Candle boutique stores, but there's a lot of people out there that's not familiar with the brand. So yes. it is a nice way of getting yes, the name it, it out does as well. Help. And I think, I know you, you're not doing it for that, but I think people like myself and all the other animal people in the country, they look for shops or, or companies that do give back Absolutely. and they will support them. And sadly, yeah. there aren't enough. <laughs> there really aren't enough. So, so well done. You know, Thank we you. salute you for that. Thank you very much. And We're uh, honored to be part of the, part of the organization and uh, the charity. Yes. And I, I was hearing you earlier on out the studio. You also have two little babies at home, little fur kids. Yes. So I think this also stemmed from your love of animals. Oh, for isn't sure. It? We've always, we've always been charity people. Um, you know, over, over the past few years, we've supported, um, puppy and kitty haven. Um, animals in distress quite often yes. And that's actually how I got involved With Dogtown as well Because I connected Pat um, And um, yes it's, it's it's wonderful that we can be part of this And make a real difference Make a real difference And, and we, talk, we keep mentioning Pat What an amazing lady mm-hmm. Pat is just I actually met her face to face For the first time when, when I came to the opening She's just awesome A real treasure She is It's, in, it's actually incredible to have someone That just focuses mm. You know, on um, doing the fundraising, building relationships with people for us, because 
anyone that knows me knows that once I'm on the floor with the dogs, yes. my phone can ring 20 <laughs> times. I hear nothing. You don't you know, care. I, I, I see the dogs. You know, I'm not the best person to get hold of yes. at any time. Email, telephone. Well, anyone can tell you that. But, <laughs> you know, but it's because I started this because my passion is working with the dogs. So, you know, any chance I get where I can be, you know, out there training yes. and working with the dogs, that's oh, where yes, I... Oh, yes, you're going to grab it. It took us a long time to be able to get someone like Pat, which is, yes. it, it's like that for all... Um, Charities, unfortunately, it takes a long time to be able to have a person Build dedicated. Team, yes, yes, but you know, looking at it now, it would be, be it would actually work better for charities to get that person mm. in first yes and then yes, and go from, from there because it is it's hard to find people She's that have that passion kind. commitment and and that are you know that you can trust to actually get out yeah. there and, and build you know you follow your dream basically and she lives Dogtown. i mean you can email her anytime and i know that i know, I know that she's quick 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 no. <laughs> you send Sometimes a message to pat and at it's a back. at night you think oh i need to i need to answer quickly and then yes. within two minutes you get yeah. a reply Oh, absolutely. She's one of a kind. Well, I just want to interject now. If you are listening and you want to get hold of us, if you'd like to ask any of the ladies a question or make a comment, our phone number again is 0861-555-189. You can also get hold of us via Twitter at cliffcentral.com or via WeChat. Our ID, of course, is Cliff Central. Now, I want to just move to, to Viv. Viv, now, Saints Animal Charity Shop. I mean, you've been going... Going for a long time. Tell us about, you know, what is it that you do? How did this all begin? We started in 2008 um, by raising funds for Forest specifically because mm. they put out a request for food. They had two weeks worth left of food and that was it. So my son saw this appeal and uh, gave me books and said, let's start book sales. And that's how we started. And then I got some help. Um, and in 2009, we formed Saints unofficially, and we carried on and we formalized it in 2012, where we became an actual MPC because we had um, visions of opening the charity shop. Yes, yes. And we opened 2012, and um, so we just had our third birthday, and in September um, 2014, we opened the online boutique, ah. um, the online sales yes. of Saints, and so we've now just had our first birthday. Now, just a little bit of a background. I was at your store uh, a few weeks ago as well. You obviously have physical stores where people can come in. And again, this is a wonderful way to give back, come in and do your Christmas shopping, birthday shopping, whatever. But then these online stores where you run these auctions, which are incredible. I mean, the, the product that you have available. I, I know that I want a Japanese kimono never been worn from Japan and I actually got it for 180 rand which was amazing so how well have you been doing with these auctions and that incredibly well really it's it's purely because we have the most amazing support base with people who donate these items to you yeah the animal lovers are unbelievable if I had to go on to Facebook in five minutes and say I've got nothing in the shop I promise you tomorrow it will be really Gosh, and I'm, you've also got, is it Saint Selectives? You've got Saint three different. That's right. Online. We've actually got five Facebook pages. The Saints Animal Charity Shop, which is um, running auctions right now. So if the listeners want to just go and have a look mm. at it, there's lots of pet beds, there's interesting items, cameras for sale on wow. auction. And then we've got Saints Online Boutique, which is clothing. Yes. Um, yes. And we, we post probably about 40 to 60 items a day for sale or, or auction. Then we have Saint Selectives, Selectives, which is the designer side of it. Right. All designer handbags, clothing. I've seen. You've had jewelry. You've had everything. Amazing. Stuff. Yeah. Amazing. It's incredible. You can pick up a true religion jeans for 150 yes. rand if you get lucky. Yes. Um, then there's Saints Odds and Sods, which is exactly that. It's lots of um, little ornaments and trinkets and um, fun things. And then we've got Saints... Um, uh, by the book, sorry, yeah. Oh, okay. The by the book the page, we load books about sixty a day, and we have um, a following all over the country because we post. If, if I people, was just going to ask yeah. you. So, if you're sitting in Cape Town, you, you can, can still bid, yeah. and and you'll get it mailed yeah. through. And people okay. can have an account with us. Um, when they default, they're back onto a forty-eight car, uh, forty-eight hour cash 
you know, payments. Yes, yes. But otherwise, they can see, you'll see there on the pages they say things like stash or mine. Mm. Um, that goes onto our account at the end of the month. We send them an account. They clear it and we post it off or they come into the shop and collect it. That's incredible. I mean, the physical shop, I think you've got two. We've got the physical shop. Which is in North Riding. In North Riding Square on Ballet's Drive. Um, that is open Monday to Sunday. Uh, sorry, Tuesday to Sunday. Um, where you can go in and buy cash. Yes. Or okay. card. And we've got the online store, which is only open on a Saturday for collections. And how do you run the stores? Do you have vol- are there, Is it all volunteers? No, that come um, in help? the beginning I wanted to have volunteers only, but unfortunately mm, that doesn't work, so no. I've had to employ. Uh, we've got um, six full-time staff and a couple of part-time staff members. Um, and yeah, and we have our wonderful volunteers that do help us with book sales. And whenever we're in a pickle, we can phone someone up, send them a message, and they come in and help us. Yes. Out. And now I always see what is it towards the end of the year, early in the year, when you announce the amounts that you are actually giving to the shelters. I mean, I nearly fall off my office chair every time <laughs> I see this. But yeah. I mean, so do you literally? How do you choose your shelters? How do you choose your who you're going to give the um, monies to? We've been very specific with who we mm. we have on board, and um, we there's certain criteria that they've all got to meet. There's got to be um, pre home checks, post home checks, sterilisation. Right. Follow up. Um, we work with only ethical shelters. If you have a look at our beneficiaries, um, yes. So um, yeah, and that's we've chosen them, and they'll be on board for ever because I don't see any of them resigning anytime soon. <laughs> no, sure. Um, Tracy's saying no. <laughs> I wish we get requests all the time. You know, especially after we've had a birthday bonus payout to <laughs> sure, become a I'm beneficiary. Sure. And I wish we could take on more, but we just don't have the capacity. Um, and I, I think there's there's an opportunity out there for people to step up mm. and do exactly what we're doing. Yes, yes, oh, it's absolutely. hard work. But the, the, when I sit in front of that PC and pay out from the bank at the end of the month, there's nothing that gives me more joy. No, it must be amazing. It must be it's amazing. amazing. Yeah. I've actually got a figure here for you now. At the mm. end of this month, we will be paying out. Um, since the shop started, yes. In 2012, we will be paying out 4 million rand um, wow. in total. So that's what we've that raised funds. That is incredible. Funds. That's not just what, you know, obviously there's operating yes. costs and everything, but that's what we've paid over, 4 Goodness. million rand by the end of this month. Because I've seen you have that event and the checks that you hand over, yeah. and, and I go, wow, that's, that is just amazing. I'm sure that you are, are you not the... Uh, the highest contributor to shelters in the country, I would imagine, I think we're with probably those the, figures, the the top yes. independently run uh, yeah, exactly. um, animal welfare fundraisers. Yeah, gee, that that is just incredible. And I mean, Tracy Barking, Mayor Doctor, and you, one of the beneficiaries. Yeah. So I'm sure that's helped a lot. It, you know, even the big um, payouts that we get yearly are like Christmas, whatever mm, month we yes. get them in. But, I mean, even that just steady stream of every month getting a, you know, the same shop and you have an idea of how much you get in each month, you know, because your supporters take their stuff to the shop and say they want this, they're donating this stuff for Barking Mad to sell. So you've got an idea of how much money's coming, but it's just, you know, to get that chunk of change every month oh, on a regular basis, incredible. it's just Incredible. So is that how it works? Viv, if, if you want to donate something, do I go in and I say, I'm donating this bag, but I want the sale proceeds to go to Barking Mad? Absolutely. Or do you yeah. um, decide at the end of each month and divide it equally? No, how does the, it work? Um, we, we, we partner with our organization. So they are supposed to be telling their supporters, just drop off your you know, good yes, quality yes. secondhand items. And um, say it's for Barking Mad or say it's for Pawsome, say it's for Claw. And then we code. Every single item, and we've got the codes on the oh. tool. So as it gets sold, so it gets recorded. And at the end of the month, what we do is we actually divide that by 50%. Because obviously we've got rent okay. to pay, we've got operating yes, costs. Sure. So we pay over 50%. However, at Christmas time mm. and um, in July on our birthday, yes. we then take whatever's in the kitty and we um, pay them out proportionally, you know, um, for what they've brought in. But what happens is um, probably about 80% of our donations now are coming in from the public in the area, yes. and they just say it's for anyone. There you go. Right. So, in fact, when we're paying out those bonuses, um, the organizations have had their 50% during the month, but they land up getting about 150% back when they get their bonus wow. payouts. 
That's amazing. And obviously Saints does their own funding. We we try as much as possible to pay our own salaries, to pay yes, our own yes. rent by doing our T-shirts. And you've mentioned as well right. the diaries we used to yes. do. Uh, we do calendars. We've done so many things. And if you go onto our uh, pages at the moment, we're selling those lovely um, T-shirts that say, I just want to save animals drink wine and take naps. Yes, now yes. I got a wonderful <laughs> gift from you. It, it was, oh, thank you so much. I got it's one of those t-shirts. You know me, Duncan sitting here next to me, he knows me. Every week I've, I normally have a different doggy t-shirt, so thank you very, very it's much a for pleasure. that. And it's, and it's and for your work that you've done oh, for Animal no, Welfare as well. Only I thank never you. feel like I do enough, um, but then I also got a wonderful Yankee candles. I'm we going home today <laughs> with some wonderful gifts, but Viv, I, I mean, <clears> just going into your store Looking, I'm, I'm just going back on the the product that people donate. I mean, it's in, incredible. And you were saying your diary. I know you said you weren't doing it uh, every year. I've got my Saints diary, beautiful diaries. But we were talking earlier on that you once did the Saints uh, naked calendar, yes, and you got all the yes, shelter yeah. man- shelter was it ladies. Yes, the other to come in and pose. To come in and pose so like a calendar girls, strategically place yes, pets. pets. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I saw, I saw that. And in fact, someone was in the studio. While a few weeks ago said, are they doing that again? No, I that uh, no. Were you on the calendar? She oh, was. <laughs> <laughs> and what was strategically placed? Um, you had a. We had we had little Brody. We brought right. across. <laughs> so he was like a minpin cross. Oh, no. oh. Well, and then you... we had uh, one of our. Of course, we had one of our little pit bulls with us. Yes. Gosh, well, I would probably need two great Danes. <laughs> it, it took a lot of Simbuka sure. and a lot of courage for the girls to actually take their kit off, and it was yes. cold. Oh. And we had Basil, the, the sheep, walking around, and we had a little pig there, That's Charlotte, pig. the pig, yes. and then we had puppies, and it was just, yeah, a whole it lot was of great fun. fun. Who it did was, the photography on that? Um, a guy called Eric, and okay. he did that for free, and then we got... Um, People came to the party and sponsored the yes. paper, the making of the calendar. I think we uh, that was a 2012 calendar. Um, we raised about 525,000 odd rand from, Goodness. from that calendar. That's yeah. incredible. Oh, we'll do no, it again. Absolutely. We're looking yeah, for men. We want, we want some men in animal welfare. If yes. there's any out there, please step up, really. <laughs> Where are you no, guys? For sure. They could be sitting there surrounded by yeah. Yankee candles and, and absolutely. We'll Puppy. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Come got on, some men. Big candles. <laughs> Good. Nice long ones and short oh. fat ones. Little ones. Yeah, I'm sure we'll need only the big ones. So, <laughs> so what is this? A shout out to people like Malcolm Gore, for example. Any man in animal Ian welfare. Ian from Husky yeah. Rescue. Yes, Ian will be there for sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's what we I'll need. I'll let Gordon know when I get there. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. absolutely. No, I think, again, as we were saying earlier, it is so great when there is a place where you can go. And now with Christmas coming up as well. You know, go and have a look there. It's it's not, as I say, it's not bric-a-brac. It's, it's good quality. It's excellent quality. New stuff. Mm-hmm. And amazing. If you look at what you buy, for, pay for a book uh, in store right now, you're looking at two, three hundred rand. That's right. Yeah. yeah and, and, and we sell our new releases 2015 for a hundred yes. rand. Wow. And they can get brand new releases online. Goodness. Yeah. See, which is perfect. So go and furniture as well. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen how much furniture no. we get on our, on the main, the Saints Animal Charity Shop page. People who are leaving, moving, yes. you know, downgrading, um, immigrating, they all say, here we go. There's pictures. We want to sell our bed. We want to sell our dining room yes. suite, our lounge suite. And we auction those and then people go and collect them. So. And the auction's and a lot of fun. They're lots of fun. see everybody doing their yeah. bids and. But I think it's also very nice for people to be able to give back. It doesn't, you know, it's not money. They're mm. giving something. Yes. And they know, they know that it's going to some fantastic causes. Now you said, Tracy, that the funds raised there has also helped you with, with your new, um, Barking Mad Dog Town. Well, um, I ca- I don't even know how many months ago it was now. We had a bit of a crisis at the the present property we're at. And Viv was straight in there to say, we'll help you, you know, get the some more funds in to help you move quicker. And it, it was a 
an overnight auction. We did no, did. we did a night mm-hmm. sale. We got all of sale. our um, staff and some of our um, friends and volunteers in, and we sold things overnight. Yeah, it was really? throughout the night. Yes, and it, it oh. was a lot. It, it was, was like, fifty thousand we raised yeah. that Goodness. evening. Yeah. In, in one, one day. evening. Yeah, <laughs> that's incredible. But that's animal people for you. Yes. Oh no. You the tell them you need angels, help, and they're all there. Yeah. I, I always say animal angels out yeah. there. They are always there to help, whether it's networking, yep. whether it's sharing lost, found dogs up for adoption, whether it's donating. They they always there. Mm. It's just incredible. I actually went to event. Mm, I go to so many events, but a couple of weeks ago for um, Beagle Rescue, and they did an auction, and there was a lady there who was just bidding, and and the price went up and up and up, and I thought. How fantastic that, that she's sitting there and instead of perhaps throwing her money away on something else, she's actually putting it towards a good cause. Mm. But now, Tracy, before we take a quick break, I just want to find out. So you now got a foot in two shelters right now. You're barking mad dog town. Are you going to close the one that's, that's currently, or are you in mid range? Yes. Are you going to close that completely yeah. in time? That, okay. that, that actually is just on rented property. So it's oh, not ours. Okay. Um, so basically as, as, as the last dog gets to the new center, that one will become null and void. And we, as we move in dogs, we're taking down the fencing and taking it across okay. to the center to help because we're going to use that fencing to build play areas. Yes. So how many dogs are now in Midrand? At, in Midrand at the moment, there's 31 in total. And the next batch, which should, which should be about another 20, will move on Monday, Monday, Tuesday. And then we just need to wait for the next octagons to yes. be finished being built. So how many can you accommodate at the new property at the moment? At, at the new property, yeah. we, we only have the two complete octagons, and then we have those te- 10 standalone boarding oh, okay. kennels. Okay. Um, so at the center at the moment, we can probably... It, it depends on whether dogs live together or if yes. it's a one dog per garden. But we work on 20 dogs per octagon. So we've got two octagons at the moment, so that we're looking at 40 dogs. Sure, that's a lot. Well, we're going to take a quick, quick break. Um, I just want to do again, just thank you, Amanda. I, I think, you know, you and Yankee Candles has really stepped up to the plate. Bless you, bless you, bless you. We give you our animal salute there. Thank that's you very much. Sure. We'll be back after we listen to some Pitbull. Animal Central on cliffcentral.com. And I love Pitbull, not only because I own one, but he also makes great music. So we're back with Tracy McQuarrie from Dogtown Barking Mad and Viv Elliott from Saints. And we've got Dorette in from Pawsome Wacky Whiskers. Thanks for coming in, Dorette. Um, yeah. Tracy, I just wanted to go back quickly to, to your Barking Mad in the break. Now, we were saying that those octagons cost about 108000 180000 180000 180000 yeah. Gosh. But each octagon takes up about an acre of land. So it, that can show you the, the size. Yes, yes. Um, and at the moment, because we're trying to get the dogs there as quick as possible, what we've done in the octagons is actually divided the octagon gardens in half. So instead of it being eight gardens, it's actually 15 with an entrance exit garden. Okay. Um, that'll allow us to get the dogs there. And then as soon as the dogs are all there, then we'll start taking, we'll start building the other octagons and taking those middle gardens out. Yes. I mean, you saw how big the gardens are They're now huge. and that's them divided. They're huge. I Gosh. can't wait. No. And also we were, we were talking when I was there. Um, I actually met two of your little babies, um, Honey the Pitbull and little Bocky. And we were talking about Honey's background. Uh, you said he lived in a car. Yeah, unfortunately, um, Honey's um, dad fell on hard times. Mm. Um, but instead of giving up his dog, he gave up everything else and had his car. And he kept Honey in his car f- for as long as he could. Goodness. Um, eventually, he lost the car as well, oh, sadly. Yeah. Um, and that's when Honey came across to us. But Honey has connected the car to be in a great place so yes. he's only too happy to jump in a car and oh, go for a car shame. ride and you were saying now even on to get him to walk and and now at the property you're going to try and put him on a golf cart or something well he goes on the golf cart oh, does um, he? on our on our, our farm um 
Pakani often takes Henny down the driveway to sit in, and he sits in the passenger side. Oh. It, it is the cutest thing. And he's to a watch. huge. He's, he's a, a huge he's a guy. Big boy. He's and he gorgeous. actually sits there, and like as you, as you see him going past, he kind of like nods at you as if oh. to go. So how's it? <laughs> Shame. But um, when he first came in, obviously because he'd been living in a car with his dad, he mm. wasn't really um, going out for like social walks or yes. anything like that. So when we first got him, he was getting quite hyped up when we were trying to take him for a walk. So part of his training was because we knew he liked the car, we would first like take the car to his garden. He'd jump in the car. We'd take him out past oh. all the dogs um, into an open field and then let him start walking and now he doesn't even need the car anymore. Oh, we just had man. to find what worked for him yes, to get yes. him to the next point. Shame, and I have to ask his dad, does he ever His dad come sadly passed him? away. Oh, no. Yeah, it's a really sad story. That is a sad um, story. But one where, I mean, I had I have a lot of admiration for him because, you know, most people, Absolutely. when they hit on hard times, yep. the dogs are the first, first to, to go. go. You know, I'm so glad you say that because nothing makes my blood boil more than people who abandon their dogs when they move. Um, who, as you say, I mean, there was something on Facebook this morning, this gorgeous little, you know, as we call them, one of God's little brown dogs, <laughs> you know, just a little nondescript guy who was too old, three years old. He was too old. They wanted a new puppy. So they abandoned him. So, you know, I bless his dad. At least he tried his very best. There's no reason to abandon your dogs when you move. None whatsoever. There is help available. Look, people do hit hard times. You know, it happens. Um, But get help. Don't just leave. Don't just make it somebody else's problem. It it makes my blood boil. It really does. And, in fact, we've got in the December issue, we are doing a feature, a hard-hitting feature that uh, Jenny Davis is writing for me on exactly that, on how many dogs are abandoned in empty houses. And then February, we're talking about immigration because that's another issue. Uh, and we've got a, a case history of a lady who has immigrated now to New Zealand and she took her two bull terriers with, and she said she cut costs in other places exactly. to make sure that her two dogs could come with her. And they arrived a, a short while ago, and the joy and the happiness to see that family reunited. It's just the mindset of people. People need to know that they're a lifetime commitment. Mm. Not, you know, I, I mean, most of the dogs that are abandoned at shelters are adolescents, so they're like one, two years old once they've got past the puppy stage. Yeah. Or they're the senior dogs that, you know, now they're going to cost a bit of money to take care of. Mm-hmm. I mean, where they've gave you loyalty their entire their life. life. Yeah, no, it's just sad. Now, Desiree, Dorette, sorry, I'm calling you Desiree, Dorette. Now, Dorette, this is where you come in. You run Paw Some Wacky Whiskers. Now, this is what you deal with every day, isn't yes. it? Yes. Uh, we, at present, we try to concentrate more on our outreach work. Yes. Um, uh, which means we, we try to assist as much as possible to sterilize and give health care to the people who cannot afford it. Right. We do not want to take animals away from people. And we believe even if you've got nothing. Yes. They still love their animals. It's still a companion for so many people. Like um, this guy Tracy just talked about with his mm-hmm. dog. That was his life. Yes. Um, he passed away now and they, he was fortunate to end up at Dogtown in the end. Um, so our goal is to sterilize, help with vet care and educate as much as we can. But yes, we get about emails. I get about 20 a day sure. of people immigrating um Divorce, divorce. Yes, um, yes. Nobody wanting the pet, oh, um, yeah. or just just don't want the animals. Um, yes, anymore for for whatsoever reason. They're not following through. They don't understand. You get a puppy or you get a kitten, and like Tracy also said, it's a lifetime commitment. commitment totally. Um, you can't just decide when the animal is a one year old. Mm-hmm, I want a new puppy mm-hmm. or I want a new kitten, and yes. then the other one needs to go. It happens. Quite a lot, the unfortunately. Time. Or they get the wrong kind of animal for the household. They get a great dane, but they live in a, in a mm. tiny, tiny townhouse. Yes, yes. And, and it's a busy household. They don't walk the dog or they get a Labrador. And then the and dog then must go. Problems. The dog is yeah. irritated, yes. it's frustrated. And, um, so yeah, then it's, there's behavior problems. Yes, in the end. But it's the family, the humans who created the behavioral problems. And I think that's what's always come up over the year and a bit I've done this show. Everybody I've had in has said, 
A, before you adopt, make sure you can afford it. Because vet bills are not it's cheap. Not cheap. No. It's not cheap. Make sure you can afford the food, the vet bills. And choose the right dog for your lifestyle. Yes. As you say, don't get a Great Dane or a Border Collie if, you, if you're living in a small apartment because they have needs. Different breeds have different needs. And if you don't fulfill those needs, there's going to be behavior problems. And then they will end up again in the shelters. Except yeah. for our outreach, we also do um, mostly cat rescue and oh, rehabilitation. Really? Yes. And, um we always call them the ugly stepsisters of rescue. What, the kitties? The cats. Oh. Because nobody wants them. <laughs> I know. I mean, that's another whole um, problem. I still have about 70 cats with me oh, at present. They're all 70. adults. Um, from the 70, about 50 is ready for adoption. The others are feral, semi-feral, yes. um, which, which stay permanently. So we also have rescues in a home. Um, that's with us. Um, unfortunately, we can't take in more. No, you have to be no. realistic. Um, we're taking the worst of the worst of the worst at present. Yes. Um, and that's why we're also very thankful to be a beneficiary, except for our outreach work, which we do when we get that bonus. I just see scary. <laughs> <laughs> There you, you go. So is that that's where it goes? Is that yes, where it goes? And, um, just paying and neutering? Our, yes, paying and neutering. Our running costs just for the cats with us because um, that's a basic. It's food and litter trays. And I've got one guy mm. helping me at our cattery to clean the litter boxes. The rest, yes, you yes. know, you do yourself. But um, it's about 9,000 rand a month. Just your basic running costs for the cats that's with us. That's sure. not including if they get sick. They Extra also get vet sick. Costs. Extra vet costs. Um, we also test all our cats for feline AIDS, feline leukemia. Before they even get up for adoption, we sterilize yes. them, we vaccinate them. Um, and with Saints monthly funds we get from them, from our supporters at Saints, we can manage to do the basic at yes. um, the animals that's with us. So like I say, when we get that bonus, I've got a long list of animals that's <laughs> need to <laughs> get. I really do. I'm, I'm actually fully booked. Um, really? With, um, yes. Um, it's like a one-man team, but I've got wonderful people who support me as well. We're doing um, at Red Applaud Dam in Pretoria at present. There's 100 cats, feral cats. People picked up and moved. It was like caravans where people left in and yes. um, they vacated the place and they left the cats unsterilized. So in the end you said we started with four cats, you said with 100 cats. So slowly though but surely we're trapping them. Lazali is doing so that for me. So then what do you do? You go and trap? They go and bring trap. Bring them Liz in, you the and then bring them and back. We take them back. Okay. Yes. yes. Um, we take the ferals back where they belong. It's no use removing a whole feral colony mm. of cats because new ones is just going to move in. So we believe rather to maintain the colony yes. that you have. There is people feeding. We send them food as okay. well to feed them so they get food every day um, once we sterilize them we also clip the ears so oh. that we know which ones have yes, been sterilized yes. we're running there we started Kwamashlanga Molotu as well um, slowly I've got a wonderful lady with the name of Alda who's driving animals once a week from that area as well to get sterilized and then back home uh, we would vaccinate them for rabies um, deworm um, give tick and flea treatment and then we also started, and um, we've got our dad to put project. That's where it started. Um, a small holding where, um, people that's really, um, got nothing that yes. also lives in tents and caravans. That's where we started. Um, most of the animals there have been sterilized. And then we also started in Brit Sonop, um, oh, area. Okay. Yes. And um, once a month we travel there. We bring about 20 animals back to Pretoria, get it sterilized here with our vet, check their health care. And, and send, them, send back. them back. Yes. Because, Dorit, these feral cat colonies, they can really help the community. They do. Because they, do. they, they, they hunt the rats. Yes. You know, they, Mice, they really rats, can snakes, be quite even. useful. Yes. Um, and they don't bother you. You know, no, um, no, once there's a caregiver don't. giving food to them, and they, and they have to be sterilized. Um, yes. There's no, 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 um, if you just feed them, you're actually helping them to reproduce more. I always say, okay. there shouldn't be a saying like, um, you know, like rabbits. Yeah, um, yeah. It's cats. They, they sure, get litter. They the the babies are three weeks old and the mummy is already pregnant again. <gasps> um, oh. So if you want a feral colony, or not, not want, if you feed a colony um, or you know about a feral cat and you feed 
call for help, try to get it catched um, in yes. a trap, sterilized yes, and put yes, back. It's absolutely. very important to do that. Absolutely. Yes. I know there's a feral colony out at Clearwater Mall as well. Yes. And that's so great because I know that area we plagued by rats and mice and I think they, 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 do. Know, they really they do. do help and I think a lot of companies, am I right, or yes. that actually now Some of the keep com- their colonies. Yes. Um, I know Roslyn, it's an industrial area of Pretoria as well. My dad used to work there. They had a feral colony there mm. as well. And there was two incredible ladies that worked with him, and um, the company actually sponsored to yes. get them sterilized. Um, okay. But sometimes it's they just wash their hands and say, well, it's not our problem. You either mm. sterilize them or you remove them. Um, if you remove a feral, unfortunately... Like I said, yeah, we're sitting with, go? where does it go? And it's, it's cruel to find them. Because they're not easy to rehabilitate. No, it's they? very difficult. That's why some of our cats are feral or semi-feral. We just never managed to, to get yes. them to a point. But they do accept one people maybe to a point where oh, you can so look you at can them. you can actually get them yes, to the yes, point where they yes. can go into And some you get time, time, time. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it's always like a trick or treat. Yes. Because I, I had a <laughs> is little. It or isn't it? <laughs> is it or isn't it going to work? Yes. No, because also, uh, Hill Fox, also I'm from the West Rand. So we, I had about three years ago, there was a little, um, some abandoned kittens, newborn little kittens, which I ended up with one <laughs> bottle <laughs> feeding and every three hours. Yes, oh shame, and and today I actually found a wonderful home for her. But now, what about the kittens? I mean, they obviously must be easier to to get adopted. Yes, it, right? it, um, kittens always. Adult cats, hmm. unfortunately, not. We get like two adults. I think we we actually had a record this month. Vips aren't actually adopted two teenagers from oh, us. Okay. <laughs> so this year it was a record. I think we rehomed. We managed to ram five adult cats. In, in the year. whole year. In the whole year. Oh yes. my word. They all want the kittens. They all want the kittens, yes. Sure. And kittens, do you get a lot of adoptions? Yes. For the kittens, yes. Okay. Um, we do get a lot of inquiries for them. Yes. Um, our, um, we lowered our adoption fee, um, because it's difficult to complete with cats. Um, people have the mindset you mm. get one for free from a pet shop uh. or for 50 rand, but they do not know how much it costs to vaccinate yes. that cat, to test that cat, to sterilize that Correct. cat. If you count that up, your normal fees would usually be, be 1,700 to 2,000 yes. oh, to get that done. Sure. We now charge a fee of 100 rand for adoption of our cats and Gosh, kittens. That's low. And that's including spaying, that's spaying testing, um, vaccinations and microchipping. We do chipping through chip your angels at present. Um, see, and, and that's another mindset, am I right, ladies, that has to change is that we do not need to support pet stores Absolutely. that are selling yeah. puppies and kittens in cages from backyard breeders. Yeah. We do not when our shelters are full with beautiful little kittens, beautiful little puppies, yes. you know, pure breeds as well that are sitting in shelters. We, I would love to see not a single pet store allowed to sell a puppy or a kitten ever well, when again. When I take my same shirts off, I put my banner on. Yeah, absolutely. On. We've had and some rachta in yeah. yes. a couple We're of at every times. single protest, protest against yes. pet shops. Yeah. We're also a big supporter of ban animals. It's not acceptable. It, it's not. Because you might walk past and go, oh, cute little kitten, you know, pay 250 buy. or impulse exactly. buy. Yes. Or, or people have said to me, and we feel like we're saving them. Exactly. Yeah, because they say, yes. you see this and they think we, they're saving that little thing from no. that cage. But it is difficult and it's very emotional, but you're just creating space for more. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. You know? And, and yeah. actually we have taken in kittens that people got from pet shops, mm. um, impulse. Yeah. And they, it, the kitten is sick. They don't know and they don't yeah. have the funds to take it to the vet. Yes. And it all comes down on the charity in the end to, no. to take the kitten <clears> in, get it tested, get it cured and, um, hopefully find a home for them in the end. Yeah. Sure. No, I tell you what, I, I do take my hat off to you because I, as you say, the, the cats and kittens are very much, you know, there's a lot about the doggies and the personal stories and everything, but the cats are really the little the poor stepsisters. <laughs> yes, luckily, in the fans understand there is cats as there well. There are kitty, kitty <laughs> yes. needing help. Yes, even though I, I have a dog on my shirt, yes. we love cats too. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, most of the people that work at Saints yes. are actually cat people. Cat people. So, yeah. Oh, okay. We've got to keep the balance. So we yes. fit in. Okay. <laughs> yes. And, and so you also, you go into these areas, yes. you go and help Yes. People that can't afford to sterilize. Because there's yeah. so many people who absolutely adore their animals, yes. but they just cannot afford it. Yes. Sharon, can I just mention what you, you, 
you said earlier that you found um, these kittens. Mm. If the public do come across um, kittens that look like they're in a feral situation, yes. please don't take them away from yeah. the mother because the mother will get mastitis and die the most horrific yes. death. Oh, right. Yes. And right. then what do they do with the kittens? Then they take them home, they try and bottle feed them, yes. and you land up feeding milk. Yes. Right. You know, the, um, wrong like the wrong yeah. things yes. and, and get all sorts of Buddha yes. what to feed them, what to do. Um, there's a lot of um, people who are looking after ferals. There's a yes. huge amount of wonderful, wonderful ladies working behind the scenes, feeding, looking after them, sterilizing them. If you see something like that, take a picture, yes. um, get the address, get onto Facebook, find out who's your feral person in that area, and then hand it over and to get them. Help yeah. that way. Those ladies know no, what they're doing. Absolutely. Or if you see kittens somewhere in a felt area, yeah. wait, yes. wait, go back and back because the mummy also needs to eat. So she leaves her litter, go and eat, drink milk okay. or what, or water, or whatever, and come back. Because this so one was not found abandoned. in the middle of a road. Yeah, no, in the middle of pouring rain, and it was yeah. very, very yes. sick. But sometimes it people take well. the whole litter. Um, yeah. They oh. think it's abandoned because mummy yes, went eating so or something, and then they take them and wine like the, Bibs says. Yeah. Yeah. The amount okay. of times I'm at my vet, because I'm with her often, she's also one of our beneficiaries, that people come in with a box of kittens saying, we just found these kittens. Now they hand them over to Dr. Sheila, and her and her staff, me. I've now got mm. to sit there and bottle feed kittens yes. like and uh, she runs Kosank, a cat sanctuary herself. She has enough to do. Yes. So, now, in fact, yeah. we're going to get Dr. Sheila Hahn into studio. Oh, she's awesome. And maybe we must bring you back for that, um, that chat already because I want to focus on, on cats. We, we do a lot about dogs and wildlife and all sorts, but cats we need to look at a little bit more. But <laughs> we're sadly running out of time already. I just want to quickly go around and, and Amanda, you'll probably have to come and jump at my mic here. But where can people get hold of you, Viv? Give us a Facebook page, website, anything like um, that. The, the five Facebook pages, but if you go to Saints Animal Charity Shop on Facebook, we also have a website, which is www.saintsshop.com. There you go. Now you know where to get all your Christmas presents. Thank you. Dorette, how can people get all of you? On Facebook as well. We've got a Facebook page, Balsam Wacky Whiskers, Rescue and Rehoming, or they can send me a text or a WhatsApp message. I don't usually answer my phone either. Okay. Do you busy with a kitty cat? <laughs> yes. It's 084-581-2383. And we're in place in Pretoria, not Johannesburg. Oh, Pretoria. Yes. Okay. And I'm sure you're always needing volunteers and donations always. and assistance. Donations to Saints. Like I say, 90% okay. of our funding comes well, from Well, there you Saints. go. So they can go directly to you all via Saints. Yes, Tracy, how can people help you? Our website, barkingmad.co.za, which, of course, they can also click to feed and help us yes, um, that's brilliant. feed the 30 charities that we help feed. Um, and also we've got a Facebook page, um, Dogtown SA and Barking Mad. And then we've got Twitter, Barking Mad for Dogs, the number four. Okay, fantastic. So if you want to adopt, if you want to volunteer, if you want to donate. And Amanda, Yankee Candles, yep. where can people find you? Do you have a Facebook page? Again, awesome gifts to plan for the Christmas season coming up. And you know that this company is helping our animals. Thank you. Yes, we've got a website page, uh, yankeecandlesa.co.za. And then we also have our Facebook page, which uh, is quite new. And we need all the support we can to try and build and get the word out there. And just also to mention, if you are purchasing on Facebook, all orders over 2,000 Rand gets free delivery. Oh, wonderful. Otherwise, okay. you can reach me on my landline, um, 11 Fantastic. Amanda, thank you and bless you again for all you're doing. I know I just promised Duncan you're next to me a, a Yankee candle <laughs> to take out. He's not going to let me forget that. You wanted to add something yes. quickly, um, Dorette? just want to say thank you to Barking Mad. They've got an incredible website where they, not only their animals that's up for adoption, but always post all our animals. Yes. Um, they, the Wacky Whiskers team is on there as well, even the kitties. And so we just want to say thank you. So if you go to their website, it's, it's quite a lot of animals that you, it's from different shelters, website. you can adopt. Amazing yes. website. Ladies, thank you so much. We really have a powerful force in studio today, all for the animals, doing it for thank the animals. Sharon. We will be back again next week. I'll be back again next week. Week after that, Ainsley will be sharing the hosting with me. Remember to get out there and get your Canine Zone magazine. Make sure your dogs, your cats are safe over this period. There's a lot of dog and, well, not cat theft, but dog theft carrying on at the moment until next week wednesday give all your pets a big love from me bye for now 
Animal Central on cliffcentral.com.